Voracek. Voracek coming to the front. Curry one. Everybody, this is the Gloves Are Off Sports Podcast. My name is Jim Drummer, and with me always is my broadcast associate, Jim Bruno. Today we're going to be talking about the Flyers, everything that's happened so far as the protections, the expansion draft, the NHL draft, and the fallout therein, especially with free agency coming up this Saturday. We'll be giving our predictions for UFC 213, as long as talking a little bit about the cyborg situation that broke out the other day. We'll be giving an update on Matt Hughes. We'll be talking about a past couple of fight nights that have gone on since we last uh, went to air for the WWE. We'll be discussing Money in the Bank. Very interesting pay-per-view, to say the least. Yeah. And uh, the upcoming Great Balls of Fire show. I, I still can't what get behind the hell? that Did name. Be, yeah. We talked about it even before we went on the air, and I was just like, that's just the worst name ever. It's 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 up there. I'd, I'd rather hear In Your House. It's up there. Yeah. In Your House? It's always In Your House. That's bad. Nah. I, I can't imagine Great Balls of Fire. It would be much better. Remember they moved to Cyber Sunday? Yeah, to, Cyber uh, Tuesday. They moved it to it was Taboo, Tuesday. Taboo Tuesday. And all I could think was, what was Taboo about it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All anyway, right. so on to the Flyers, man. What do you got? Flyers. What's going on over well, there? Well, the whole thing started with the protection list. Yep. Since we last talked, um, a couple of interesting things happened here. First, they traded Nick Cousins. Mm-hmm. Opened up a protection slot that way. They got a late round. They got a late round pick for him, and uh, decided to use it on Scott Lawton. Which is curious to say the least. It's it's a little strange. Yeah. Apparently, Hextall liked what he did down there in the AHL last year. So he's developing as a player. Might as well keep the kid around. Uh, they also protected Stolarz. No shock. Exposed Noivert. Yeah. Yeah, you had me. that one picked. Um, Vegas debuted their uniforms. They were an interesting uh, sweater. Yeah. Yep. The really interesting thing about them is they're going to be wearing white gloves. That is interesting. Never been done before. Well, there you go. I wonder if it's going to cause vision problems. I don't know. The ice is white. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, see. Don't know. But uh, Vegas from the Flyers selected Pierre Edouard Belmar. I think I left him unprotected on my list. Yeah, you did. I think they and did too. It's a good pick for them. Yeah. It doesn't do a whole lot for us that's damaging. I didn't like it when it happened, but sitting down buried it. Uh, because you know, they use that spot on Scott Lawton yeah. and no matter who they picked you're always going to be like so instead of Lawton we lost him yeah. and then you compare the two when you compare the two it's it's tricky Belmar was a very good character guy and it's tricky to compare that to anything else you know what I mean yeah didn't they also just uh, re-up him last they, year they re-upped him last year and they put the A on his sweater yeah so that was uh, yeah but what it does do is it opens up a spot for maybe Lawton maybe a guy like Oscar Lindblom uh, Mike Vecchione uh, in the draft number two the devil went Nico. Yep. I went back and forth on this myself all week. <laughs> I didn't know who I wanted. Nico's the more dynamic shooter. Patrick's the more more, more, more of a grinder, more of a reliable a, shooter. Yeah, this is a steady guy. Right. He's got some injury concerns. But well, he wouldn't be Philadelphia if he, the guy right. didn't have some injury concerns. He, right? he, he's very Lindros-like. He's, he's a huge man. Mm. But Nolan Patrick is our pick. Maybe he'll get that spot vacated by Bel- Belmar. Yeah, I would I definitely... he's uh, day one ready. If he's day one ready, I would definitely start him on the third line. Yeah, definitely. Have him center the third line. 
third line. Yep. It, it presents a glut of centers, which they actually addressed in the middle of the draft, not long after they had selected Patrick, actually, in the first round, by trading Braden Shen yeah. to the St. Louis Blues for Jory Laterra. Jory Laterra, the 27th pick overall this year, mm-hmm. and a, a pick in 28th that's so conditional that I can't figure it out. Washington's involved. Oh, wow. Like, it's really conditional. Oh. Um, yeah, but look at all that money that they freed up and uh, didn't happen either. No. Yeah. They saved a little bit. I mean, Shen was, I think, 5.1, mm-hmm. and Laterra's 4.7. Yeah, so you saved like um, 400,000. Laterra's got less years, so down the road you're saving. Yeah. But <sighs> I'm sick of saving down the road. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Yeah, see, I don't know. I, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think for many years we didn't look down the road. We just... The Flyers have always been looking down the road with these prospects and these kids. And... No, nah, that, that's bullshit, dude. How many fucking young guys did they trade to get... Oh, a, and the Holmgren Absolutely. The whole Daniel Snyder era. I mean, you got to realize that, that, that... What's Hextall all been around? Two, three years now? They just started caring about their farm system and, and their, their prospects. Right, but these guys were there. Okay, I get it. But what I'm saying is, you, you know, it, it's definitely different than the norm. Yeah. Than, than what's been going on for the last 20 something years. It did in LA. It worked there. Yeah, I mean, I think any successful sports organization has a strong farm, and they and they draft well, and, and so on and so forth. It's funny if you actually break down the Shen trade into its basic parts, the draft picks involved, and everything else. It ties into the Michael Richards trade. Really? Yeah, that's still paying dividends. <laughs> um, Shen came over in that trade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Um, the obvious problem I have with that trade is losing Braden Shen for peanuts. Yeah. Latera is a good player. He was. They put him in the center on a line with Tarasenko over in St. Louis and he did really well once. Once. And he's barely fallen off since then. He just needs to change his I think he had seven goals last year. Yeah. That's kind of rough. Shen, his numbers have gone up every year he's ever played. Uh, Definitely came alive on the power play last year. He's useless Mm -hmm. on five on five and, uh, you know. Maybe that's what they're looking for. Maybe that's what they're looking at. And it opens up another spot. seven goals. Yeah. It opens up another spot. You don't necessarily have to start Letera. You will start Letera. You have to. Uh, Axel likes him. Maybe a change of scenery will help him. Yeah. You never know. Uh, may end up. So you've got about $11, $12 million out of the cap at this point. You need a goalie. What, Neuvert is going to do it for you? Well, uh, Hextall's not real sold on Neuvert's injuries. Yeah. And Stolar's readiness. He's See, not that, sold on Stolar's to begin with. i got to disagree with him then, because what was his record last year? Stolar? Yeah. 2-2. Two and two. What was his uh, goals against? Oh, uh, 2-something. That's in today's day. He got lit up a couple times at the end there. Yeah, but then he also had a couple where he just completely shut people out. Right, but what I'm saying is it's swayed the numbers. Yeah. Especially yeah. with a small sample size. Mm-hmm. Um, Hexel's not sold on them as the future. Yeah. And they've got other guys in the tank. You gotta season them up, but they'll be ready. Uh, Sooner or later. Right. So he's looking for a veteran goalie, short term. Mm-hmm. Not looking to spend a lot. I know Marc-Andre Fleury came up yep. a couple of times. Not a good idea. It's too much money. Not only that, but Vegas is he's, he's the face of their franchise. Ro- They're right. gonna want the farm. Yeah, I get it. Uh, plus he's their only goalie. I mean, they have Calvin Pickard and uh, Jean-Francois Berube. They got a Berube over there. <laughs> yeah, not a good one though. Uh, so you need a goalie out of your 11 million. Scott Lawton needs a deal. Stolarz needs a deal. These guys aren't going to command a whole lot of money. Yeah. Probably under a million. Okay. So you're looking eight, nine million dollars. Jordan Wheel needs a contract. Okay. And as we stand now, what is it, Wednesday? Mm-hmm. You've got until Saturday oh. before he goes on the market. Oh, okay. That could be a problem. Uh, Jordan Wheel, when he was given the chance last year, really showed up towards the end there. Mm-hmm. And I would be a good young player. Very dynamic. I'd like to have him back. Uh, you've got, I mean, a goalie's going to cost you about two, three million out of your 12. Really? That's it? Yeah. For a starting caliber goalie? No, for a platoon goalie. Okay. So you're going to pl- pl- platoon the three of them? Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at guys like Brian Elliott or maybe Auntie Niemi. God, he's still around? Yeah, he just got waved. Uh, Jonathan Bernier's come up. Steve Mason's come up. Yeah. He's out there. Oh, he is out there. All right. 
he may find that the, the grass isn't so green on that other side and yeah, decide to come true. back, take less money, and agree to work a platoon. But all in all, it's, it was a very exciting week for the Flyers. Yeah. But you've got you're losing three million out of your out of your twelve for a goalie. Figure three and a half max. Okay. So that brings you down to what? Nine. Seven and a half. Eight. Eight and a half. Nine. Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, Lawton and Stolarz need deals. Your rookies need deals. That's gonna tie up another what? Three million. Okay. So. So now you're like four and a half to try. Now to you're four and a half. Go get Wheel. Give Wheel his money. They've already agreed on length. So the length of the contract is agreed upon. So you don't think that there's uh, any free agents out there that can really... Now, no, well, I mean, we all made 675000 last year. So he's a $2 million, $3 million a year guy. If he wants four, give him four. Yeah, then, then you're tapped out. Right, but you're set, too. Yeah, you don't have to go looking outside the other the right. organization. Yeah. Hey, man. Go outside the organization, you'll lose it. Because Wheel wants to stay. Like I said, he's already agreed on length of the contract. Mm. How old of a fellow is he? Oh, he's early 20s. Stop shit. Yeah, yeah maybe 25 at the most. All right. Go and get that boy. Four-year deal. Go and get that boy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever the length. I mean, but very exciting week for the Flyers. Um, what are your thoughts on that Shen trade, though? I don't, I don't like it that it didn't free up much money. Like, if you would have said, okay, well, it freed up two, three, four million dollars right. in cap space, I'd be like, all right, I get it. Um, he was their tradable piece. Because like, I remember what I told you. You were very surprised. You're like, wow, well, that must have been a cap deal. Yeah, that's exactly what I yeah. said. Yeah. Well, you know me. And yeah. It's always about the <laughs> It's money. always about the cap with yeah. you. But no, it was not a cap deal. Uh, it was a down the road cap deal. Yeah. Which, who knows what the cap's going to look like in two years. Exactly. Exactly. Who knows how much it's going to go up. You got more revenue coming into the league with Vegas. Hopefully. They'll be in town Hopefully. in March. Yeah. $92 tickets. 94 I think we still got to go. Oh, yeah, we have to go. I think so. Uh, they're up a level, but they're second row. We'll take care of it. Yeah. See how that. Got to get them quick. They're going, man. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Sure will. Uh, Nolan Patrick, this new kid. Yeah, what do you got on him? Boy, am I excited for this. Yeah. Even though yeah. the injury history is a The injury rough. history is there, but I mean, there's, there's, Hextall did his due diligence with him. Yeah. He really looked into this stuff. He really, you know, went over the books, talked to the kid, looked at him, at the, he was 100% healthy at the combine. Okay. Uh, he had, last season, he got a hernia on his left side. Okay. And when they went to fix it, found one on the right side, huh. basically. Alrighty. Double hernia surgery. Yeah, yeah, double hernia surgery. He missed about 30, 40 games. As I would expect, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not ideal. No. But, but here in Philly, that's what we do. We take care of uh, broken players, no matter the sport. Not only that, but if this guy never gets hurt again, you made out. What are the chances of him never getting hurt again? And it's always it's it's always gonna be it's gonna be Crosby and Ovechkin all over again. No, see, I, I think with this like a hernia or a sports hernia, it's a fluke accident. Yeah, or a fluke fluke injury. I mean, I mean, yeah. same thing like you know breaking a leg. Let's just say, yeah, it's a lot different than an ACL. Sure, you know what I mean. They break your leg six eight weeks, you're good to go. And you sprain your ankle, they said, damn, you should have broke it. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's exactly what they say too. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't think it doesn't sound like he's had like the kind of injury history that really scares me. Right. I mean, just fluky, fluky injuries. I get them. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Uh, well, I think it was Nico has no injury history. But you also didn't have a chance to draft. Right. The so. Devils are on the bubble with this one because if Patrick turns out to be the better player, like I said, it's Crosby and Ovechkin all over again. Yep. You had to pick one, and I remember right coming up to the draft, a little red herring came out there. The Devils might go off the board and go with a uh, Cal Macker on defense this, yeah. instead of Patrick or Hishir. And I was terrified. Like, yeah. Oh God! Now we have to pick one. Exactly. It's a lot <laughs> easier when you're number one. two. Yeah. It's like when the Eagles, um, you know, with with the uh, the Rams, them taking Jared Goff. Yeah. Oh, well, thank so, God. Yeah. Thank God. I never wanted Goff to begin with. Goff's this. fucking horrible. Yeah. Nah, maybe he'll turn it up one year. Small sample size, but yeah, it's true. And he's on it, the Rams. And it took him what eleven weeks to get on the field. Yeah, about eleven weeks. It's about eleven weeks. I mean, I know Jeff Fisher doesn't have a thing for for playing young guys, but you have a franchise freaking quarterback. Yeah. You got to get him out there and get his bruises. You picked him, what, number one? 
Number one. Yeah, yeah you got to play him. Yeah. You can't not play <laughs> And that's probably why Jeff Fisher is no longer employed. In yeah, NFL. yeah. I've never seen a guy get so much respect and uh, so many, well, he's only had two chances, but and for, do nothing. For doing so little, yeah. Le- less than a 500 coach. He's less than yeah. a 500 coach. And he's Amazing. coached some bad teams, to be yeah. fair, though. He re- yeah, but he's also the guy in charge of those teams. At some point, you got to coach guys up. You can't just always be. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, back to the topic and in conclusion here. You lost... Everybody wants to talk about everything that we gained in the past few days here. I want to look at the losses a bit. We lost Belmar and we lost Shen. Mm-hmm. Losing Shen sucks. Just because it sucks, he was a he was a franchise name. Yeah. Uh, he'd been here a while. Mm-hmm. He never played bad. Yeah. He's just never reached his potential. He just, Yeah, exactly. And... Then they even brought in his brother for a little while. Remember that? Yeah, Luke came in for a while. Yeah, that wasn't too good. Nah, well, you know, Luke was in there to bust heads and everybody knew it. <laughs> Uh, he ended up with a, a home green contract. It was the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish him well in St. Louis. Sure. It's a good place to go. Yeah. I hope he actually, you know, becomes the player he can be. I know he can be. He, there's a good player in there. Yeah. Uh, losing Belmar also sucks just on a character. I mean, Belmar's the kind of guy I remember in the world. In, in the world. The, yeah. The world. I don't know the full title offhand. Uh, France had played a game. And of course, he's French, Pierre Edouard. And they announced the uh, like the the stars of the game, yeah. And everybody got watches for getting a star at the end of the game. And they announced Belmar, and he was like, "What? No, no, the goalie." <laughs> and they're like, "Nope, they yeah, picked you." I remember dude. you to- told me this. Yeah. And he said no to the point where he's pushing the goalie, like, "No, you got to go up there too. I don't want it, you." Yeah. And they went up to the owner to collect his watch, and he's like, "I don't want it. Give it to the goalie." And they pulled the goalie over and gave him the watch. Like, what a guy! Yeah, that's classy move. It, it it sucks to lose players like that. Uh, look at the stat sheet, and it's not a bad loss, but yeah. you lose more than that. Exactly. You need another assistant captain. Captain. I wouldn't put it on Patrick. No, well, not his first year. No, take all the pressure off that kid that you can. Exactly. Jesus Christ. But uh, free agency should be fun. Really, all we're looking for is a goalie. When does that really start? Saturday. Saturday. July 1st. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Saturday is July 1st. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, losing Chen sucks, though. Yeah. It just sucks to lose him. Like, not only that, but if he does go to St. Louis and explodes, it's, it's always going to be that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we got this guy. What that, what's that boner's name? What we got that? for him? Oh, uh, Yuri Lu- Yuri Leitre? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. might turn out to be something, too. Whatever. We'll find out. But uh, insofar as things that might turn out to be something, we're going to move to the UFC real quick. Before we get into this, I want to give an update on Matt Hughes. He is uh, stable. He's stable? He's stable. I haven't even heard any updates. Uh, he's, he's, he's doing, he hasn't woke up yet. Okay. So we don't really know the extent of it. A lot of times it's like, oh, this guy looks great. And they wake up and they're not yeah. there. They're a completely different person. Well, regardless, I think that's going to be the case. I'm just glad he's going to pull through. First off, we, we got to address Johnny Hendricks. <laughs> Johnny Hendricks, who missed weight at middleweight, at lightweight, welterweight. Eventually, I was going to get it right. Yeah. It was one of those ways. And uh, they moved him to middleweight. He missed so much. And he came into middleweight, and he made his weight, and he was great, and he won his fight, and he was so excited. And then he came back for his second fight and missed again. How badly did he miss? And he missed by three pounds. Yeah, that's pretty significant. It's it's significant in the sense that now you're at middleweight, dude. Yeah, yeah. Get your weight cuts in order. And then on top of that, he got head kicked in the oblivion by Tim Boached. Oh, isn't this the fight that you said that? Uh, no, this wasn't. I'm sorry, good. That's vicious. Um, speaking of head kicks, though, before that, we had a fight pass event in Singapore that aired the day after our last recording. Okay. It was uh, Holly Holm versus Betch Karate. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were talking about um, whether problem. it's today, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Well, we saw the return of the Rousey kick. Yeah. yeah. Holly yeah. Holm kicked her right in the skull. Bang. And speaking of Rousey, we're going to move over to Cyborg real quick in our rep. Uh, and then I'll talk more about that Hendricks fight. Cyborg was going to fight Megan Anderson for the title. Invicta champ versus uh, nobody's champ. Yeah. For the UFC championship. Okay. So it reminds me of the time that an ECW guy wrestled a WWE guy 
right from the WCW title or some nonsense. Yeah. Uh, the WC yeah. The ECW yeah. champion wrestled I don't know what happened. Yeah, it was the, the Mike yeah. Awesome situation. Oh, they yeah, brought yeah. Taz in. Yep, 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 WWE yep. wrestler wrestled a WCW wrestler for, for an ECW, ECW title. title. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Um so the uh, well, guy had to leave. He was he got he had fat chicks he had to dance with and stuff. Yeah. Mike Awesome. He was that was his gimmick. Yeah. Boy did they screw him up. Oh my god. So much he committed suicide. First he was that seventies guy. Yeah. And uh and it could get worse. They actually made him the fat chick thriller, which hey, whatever. I'm not passing judgment on anything or anything, but what a bad gimmick. Just yeah, it's a bad gimmick. Bad for us. Bad for everybody, especially Mike Awesome. Yeah. Um. We'll get into bad booking in a, in a, uh, down the line here. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, Megan Anderson's out. Really? Yeah. Kicked her head. Personal problems. Oh, okay. Won't say what. Not a failed drug test. Okay. So, she's out. They're going to bring in Tanya Avenger, who's the 135 champ. Okay. Over at Invicta. All right. She's going to fight Cyborg. Now. At the end of this month. At 135. No, they're fighting at 145. Okay. For a 145 belt. And here's the problem. First off, Cyborg got pissed at the UFC because they put the poster out for this event. Mm-hmm. And it featured Daniel Cormier versus John Jones on it. There's no mention of Cyborg fight. <laughs> Get over yourself. Really? Jones versus well, DC2 is huge. But at the same time, you can't exactly advertise John Jones at the moment. You just did. You, you can't. You shouldn't. It'd be the first time that the undercard it's will the be main featured event. on the fucking poster. It's yeah. a huge rematch people have been clamoring for ever since the I first it, fight ended. but he's ended. probably gonna wind up popping or he's probably gonna wind up <laughs> Who's to say pop- Cyborg? Well, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I get it. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but yeah. I feel like if one of the boxers in McGregor Mayweather was like, why aren't I on a poster? Yeah. And the undercard guys. Jesus Christ. Uh, and the other thing is, Cyborg's getting a free pass again. She's fighting someone below weight. <laughs> again. Yep. Oh, my God. And this time for the title. But if she gets her head kicked in, it's a different story, then. Right. Evans are scrappy. Evans just tough out. But <laughs> I just... Yeah. For somebody it. who walks around acting like they're the they're living embodiment getting, of... They're always getting screwed. Greatness in, a, in yeah. MMA. Fight somebody who's a natural 145-er. Just once. Just one time. Well, most women don't uh, fight. Don't walk around at one... Where, you know, don't fight at 145. Right. But... Uh, they are, they are there, and they're over there in Invicta, and the Invicta over, uh, the Invicta owner, you know, good on her for sending some of the fighters over, yeah. make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. They've got a good relationship with the UFC. Invicta cards get run on fight pass. Um, but yeah. Anyway, but uh, this cyborg. She'll win. She'll act like she's the greatest thing that ever happened yeah. in MMA. Maybe that'll draw Ronda out. And it'll be three fucking years now. And it'll be three. <laughs> no. It'll be three fucking years before uh, she fights again. So, and, they won't, and they won't strip her. So is this going to be a, uh, no, that'll never happen again. Never happen. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. You know you're never living that one down. No. McGregor will never fight Mayweather. I don't think I don't think Rousey's in any condition to be fighting Cyborg anymore. Um, probably not mentally. Very, probably. very human her last two fights. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Not only that, but it'll come up again if you go off a two fight losing streak to fight a champion. People are gonna be pissed. Yeah. What people though? There's nobody in that division. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Fair points are made. Uh. Speaking of divisions, back to Hendricks. He did lose that fight. That fight card was weird. All right. What a weird fight card. It wasn't just Johnny Hendricks missing weight. It happened the night before Bellator did a pay-per-view, which was also weird. Um, <laughs> I feel so bad laughing every time I think about it, but I can't help it. Michael Chandler defended his title and went to step back early in the first round and planted his foot where his ankle rolled and just obviously snapped. Yeah. Because after that, while he's trying to foot, you can see every time he's trying to plant his foot, it's hanging like a dead fish. Sometimes it would miss and roll again. He'd fall. Oh. It was rough to watch. And they let him keep going. Well, eventually the ref called timeout to check this injury. Oh, okay. Yeah, you see his leg dangling. Which, by the way, there's no injury timeouts in MMA. If you're stopping the fight, it's over. Gotcha. But no, they give him a timeout. They 
put him on the stool. They're checking him out. He's screaming that he's fine. Nah, nah, it's just calf cramp. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Calf cramp. Yeah, he wants to fight. To show how badly he wants to fight, he actually stands up, gets the crowd roaring up, and, you know, starts popping the crowd. While he's doing that, the commissioner pulls his stool out. So when he goes to sit back down, it just went, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he just dropped right on his ass. And then the fight was over. Yeah, and they had to stop the fight at that point. And it was just, what an indignity. So how do they fucking, how do they rule that? That is insult to injury. It's a TKO. For the K- the commissioner got the TKO. <laughs> right, no. Uh, Brett Primus got the TKO. Um, Fedor fought. Uh, Chael Sonnen was the main event against Wanderlei v- Silva. Okay. And he wrestled him for five rounds. All right. Which was brilliant. Silva was going for his head. He caught him a couple times. Knocked him stupid a couple a couple times. Couldn't get the finish. But, all right, we're going to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> right, so how'd that work out? Chael won. Chael won. Wasn't he off for a couple years or something? Yeah, well, he failed a drug test. Okay. He was supposed to fight Wanderlei Silva. He failed. Wanderlei fled a drug test. <laughs> And actually ended up banned for life. I don't think um, so. Life is a they lot. They overturned it. I was gonna say life's a lot shorter than I thought. Right. Uh, by the way, all this Bellator madness, of course, happened in New York. Okay. Uh they, they had to get their shit together over there. <laughs> it, and, the, the, and the craziest thing was it had Fedor versus Matt Mitrione, who I believe is an old giant, an old Viking. I don't know. But it's a young heavyweight slugger going against an old, slower Fedor. And you can see this coming a mile away. Fedor of the 27-fight winning streak fame has long passed those days. Yeah. Um, so, of course, they're, they're posturing up a little while, feeling each other out. They both swing hard rights. They both connect. They both drop. Double KO! Mitrion got up first. Oh, the rock jumped on Apollo Creed. Oh. <laughs> it's what it looked like. Yeah. Because they both went down, and it was like, oh, my God, is this a double KO? But then Fedor started to get up. Mitrion got up and just jumped on top of them and put him away. Uh, and we got into some UFC madness. Uh, Ed Hendricks, both, boy, he head kicked him to smithereens. The yep. main event was a huge rivalry fight. They had actually fought at one of the pressers. It was at Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Lee. Alright. And Lee got him in a rear naked choke towards the end of the first round. And he had this thing in. There's just no way. So... He's trying to fight off the hands. Hey, let's go to hands for a second. Let's try to reassess here. See if we can just ride out the round. Yeah. Ref stops the fight. Really? Submission. Except he didn't tap and he didn't go out. Yeah. But once it stopped, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's true. And it was just like, oh, man. So they're going to have to run that back. Yes. They're going to have to, but at the same time, you got to feel for this guy. Like, that's yeah. less money. It's a loss that's always going to be on his record. The bragging rights are gone. And he didn't loot. <laughs> like, well, the record book says There's an know. argument that there was like 30-some-odd seconds left in the round, 40-some-odd seconds, that he was done anyway. Yeah. That choke was in tight. But moving on to uh, oh, one more thing that happened that night it was 48, 38-year-old journeyman after a two-year layoff, Dennis Seaver, fought BJ Penn. Oh, boy. Penn actually cracked him and knocked him down in the second round. Really? He didn't do anything else. <laughs> oh, God. Made it almost only a fight? BJ is one of these sad situations where you want to tell BJ you got to stop. You got to stop. But he did stop for a while, and he has no idea what to do with his life. <laughs> he doesn't know how to support his family. He doesn't know how to do anything but fight. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, they keep lower in the bar and he keeps stripping over it yeah. at some point you gotta stop this guy he's gonna pay for this later later on in life he is gonna pay for this <laughs> and it sucks to see a legend go out like that yeah have a little digny man but he's, he's gotta support his family doesn't know what to do with himself you know what, not you, only that but you know how he, you support your family you don't squander all your money to begin with you know and, yeah that's well, I mean, the truth uh, from the age he fought and they weren't making a whole lot of okay but eventually he was making some yeah. money yeah um, the other thing is if you cut him if you say look you can't fight here anymore. he's just gonna go somewhere else and fight shit Bellator or put him on a card immediately. They'll no, put yeah. him, and they'll As put him, a main event. And they'll put him in a main event against the younger, hungrier guy because what they like to do is they take these aging UFC guys to get cut and they put him in there with their young guy so that their guys that look better poster, yeah. than the UFC legends. Yep. It's the same thing it looked like Raw was going to do to SmackDown when they did the brand extension and yeah. Jinder Mahal and 
Sami Zayn, all these guys came over and immediately went over on top guys on SmackDown. Yep. Jinder Mahal won the title. I was like, wow, Raw Stratus just won the title on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, that's actually evened out. SmackDown's a good show again. I had a loaded show last night. We'll get to that down the road. First of all, we'll talk about the upcoming UFC 213. Uh, BJ Penn's not on this card, and thank God. <laughs> uh, we've got Travis Brown on this card. Oh. Fighting Olinyak, whose first name I can't remember or pronounce. All right. Um, he could win this fight, sure. Travis I don't think Brown. he will. He really doesn't mean met. It's been a long time since Travis Brown's won a fight. Yeah. Isn't that uh, Ronda's name? Yeah. So maybe yeah. that's the problem. Maybe there's something there. Most yeah. of them can't quite get it together. Uh, Anthony Pettis is going to fight Jim Miller. Uh, Pettis will probably win this. Jim Miller's one of these guys. He's he's like the Sami Zayn of MMA. Just a guy. But it's not scripted, so it's dangerous. Yeah. Because anybody that's that scrappy could definitely work you it's Pettis' return to lightweight after fighting a couple of fights in featherweight missing weight on his last one and going man fuck that cut yeah <laughs> I'm going back to lightweight screw this I'll blame him um I got Pettis here I, Miller's so scrappy you can't ever count him out we've got the uh the third time for this one uh. Fabrizio Verdum versus Alistair Overeem alright lifetime series of one and one you got a rubber match here we got a rubber match here that's a good one yeah <laughs> both over. guys are older both guys are still fun to watch I think I'm going over yeah. Oh, man. The Ream. Yeah, I might. I've heard him so awkward. But, yeah, I gotta go with Overeem, too. All right. Moving on. We got Robbie Lawler in his first fight since losing his title against Cowboy Donald Cerrone. Boy, I'd watch. Uh, boy, when that first got announced for the first show, it was, it was supposed to be on, like, the New York card. Or something. Oh, was it? Yeah. Like, last year? And, like, I got hard. Like, oh, man, that's gonna be a great fight. And one of them got hurt. I think I gotta go with Lawler. <laughs> I, it, it depends on which Lawler shows up. <laughs> Lawler's one of these guys who has a really good chin, so he doesn't worry so much about defense. Until he's getting he get, older. Until he gets tagged. He's getting older. Yeah. Chin's the first thing to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboy Cerrone's great as long as there's nothing on the line. All right. He's absolutely phenomenal. Unless it's a title fight or a contender fight. And I don't think he's ever won one of those. Well, this is a rubber match, so it's something on the line here, right? All right. Moving on for the interim middleweight title and the right to challenge Michael Bisping when he heals from knee, injury, knee surgery. Yoel Romero versus Robert Whitaker. Uh, Romero is so tough to beat, but it's so weird every time he wins. <laughs> he's one of these guys where like, what? Yeah. He fought Tim. What? He fought Tim Kennedy, and at the end of the second round, Kennedy had him rocked. He was going to put him out around there, did say by the bell. Gets on the bench, and his corner just absolutely smothers him in Vazel. Just smothers him. So when the minute runs up to end the round, they're going, yo, you got to tell him off. There's no way. So now yeah, they're going to stop, tell minute. him off. Yeah. And he's got another couple of minutes, and Kennedy screaming, if you can't answer the bell, it's over. Mm-hmm. This is it. Uh, came out in the third round and knocked Kennedy out. It was just like, damn, dude. Um, That's some sports or gamesmanship there. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say sports chip. He beat Jacare Souza. I think it was and then popped um, he tried to say in one of his post-fight press conference not to forget Jesus but he's Cuban so, <laughs> so his accent kind of screwed it up and it said no for gay Jesus yeah and yikes that was a bit I of think, a, I think a, I remember that that one. was a bit of a shit show until yeah. they explained like it was yeah. his accent like guys come on uh, Robert Whitaker meanwhile just knocked out Jacare Souza that is no small feat what? and he absolutely pasted him too like, was, did he really yeah and Bisping is always taunting Romero like maybe I'll fight Whitaker hey maybe I give him a shot because he's always been taunting him with this title shot and then yeah. Romero was gonna get it GSP showed up <laughs> it's just it's, it's a shit show but he gets that interim title he's next no matter what there you go the main event in a rematch from earlier in their careers Valentina Shevchenko will face Amanda Nunes uh oh 
for the uh, the the Rousey belt. Is that one thirty five? Yep, one thirty five belt. Yep. I mean, had, now uh, Nunez's last fight was against Rousey. Nunez's last fight, she pasted the shit out of somebody. Well, somebody also besides Rousey. It might have been Rousey. Yeah, it might have been. I, I don't remember hearing her defend the she title. Beat Ra- she beat Tate for the title, and then she beat Rousey. Yeah, yeah. and now she's gonna fight Shevchenko. <laughs> that was an absolute pasting of uh, Rousey. Yeah. Oh God, that was that was a shame. It was sad to watch. It really was. It hurt my heart. I mean, what's Rousey? Only twenty nine, maybe thirty. We'll say. Yeah. And to just decline like that that quickly. That's what happens when you decide you want to go be an actress. Yeah, but she can't act. No. <laughs> I didn't say she could. I said yeah. she wanted to go be an actress. Yeah. Best of luck to you. She's great in small bit part. Yeah, like but she'll never she's carry in the expendables and she's in a, she was on a blacklist or something. She was in one of the Fast and the Furious, she was an entourage. Yeah. Like she did a couple of like she was yeah. good in the blacklist, but she really didn't talk. Much George St. Pierre was in one of the Avenger movies. Really? Yeah. That was ass kicked by Captain America. <laughs> no shame in that. Nope. Uh I'm gonna go Nunez here. Yeah, she I won the first time. I just I just don't know what you do with her afterwards. What's Holly Holm up to? What's Cyborg up to? Ah, she's in her own division. She's fighting. She's fighting 135 <laughs> But when she's 145, so yeah. yeah. No, even playing fields not for Cyborg. She never did like that, and she won't like it now. Well, I mean, being a man in a woman's division, that kind of. Oh, dude. What? That's not a man. That Jim. That's no. not a woman. It's a man. Nunez. We'll get to. <laughs> we'll probably get the win over Valentina here. Yep. And then you go from there. I just want to know when Joanna John Jatrick's gonna fight again. Mm-hmm. But boy, do I like watching her fight. Yeah, man. It's like a little tornado. Yeah. Tasmanian devil. <clears throat> so what's going on in the WWE, man? What we got going on there? Over on the WWE side of things, we just had the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. A lot of interesting things walking up to this. First off, uh, Roman Reigns came out on, 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 on Raw a couple of weeks ago, and I want to address this before we get into the pay-per-view. And announced that he's the number one contender going into SummerSlam because he said so. Yeah. Well, it's his yard. And it's his yard. Yeah. And then Strowman came back and beat the shit out of him. They're going to have an ambulance match at Great Balls of Fire, and we'll get into that later and what I think about that. That'll be interesting. I've got a good theory on that. Yeah. Going into the pay-per-view, a couple of notes on this thing. There's one big elephant in the room, and we will get there. First off, Maria redebuted with the company at Money in the yeah. Bank. Well, with her husband. With her husband, mm-hmm. who's now going by Mike Canellis. Yeah. Found how, out, how do you like that? Found out they were this close to signing with, you know, they, yeah, we're going to re-sign with TNA. They made a software. We're going to sign it. And they were talking to Kevin Owens about it. Like, why don't you just, like, wait a week? Like, what's your hurry? Just just wait a week and see what happens. What did a week have to do with it? During that week, Regal called them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now, Regal's running TNA, isn't he? He's running NXT. That, yeah. But, he, yeah. I mean, he's running things. Yeah. Um, they had the Usos versus, uh, going into the, now the pay-per-view, they had the Usos take on the New Day, which to me and you seems like a four on conclusion. Yeah. The Usos left after they started to lose control of the match. They just left. They just Got left. out. Okay. Kept their belts. Yeah. To roll it back. I guess we're going to heal them up a little Bad bit. Bad ending. Yeah. <laughs> Bad mm-hmm. ending. An intentional count out's a cheap thing you do during SmackDown. Yeah. You don't do it at a pay-per-view. Exactly. For Christ's sake. But then again, when you're running 28 pay-per-views a year, you got to... Right. You know, kind of lose their luster. Yeah, Lana's in-ring debut in a singles competition. She did work WrestleMania against Naomi for the title. Lana, it's there, but it's not ready yet. Yeah. She didn't look great, but she didn't look bad. Yeah. So fundamentally sound, needs seasoning. They actually did that rematch last night, and Naomi squashed her, and that should put her out of the title contention. Uh, Breezango went over on the Ascension in a filler match. Yeah. Sure, good for Breezango. They're getting things done. Uh, Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton was the exact same match as the pay-per-view before this. Awesome. Same finish. Really? Yeah, uh, they added Cowboy Bob Orton to it. Oh, okay. We'll see it was different then. Singh Brothers attack or Cowboy Bob. Randy goes to make the save, beats up the Singh Brothers, goes back into the ring, and gets caught by Mahal. Beat up the Singh Brothers, get back in the ring get caught by Mahal was the exact same finish. Wow. It was just a different catalyst. Yeah. Now, so I'm going to roll this thing again. Why? 
in a Punjabi prison match. Oh, let's go. I thought about that. And when it first debuted 10 years ago, yep. it was a, a vehicle for the great Kali. Yes. Who actually never competed him because <laughs> his liver enzymes. Yeah. So they put like the big show in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got this Punjabi pr- and I thought about it and I, it looked like a neat idea, but there was never any good workers in it. Mm-hmm. Like Batista and Big Show. Jeez. We were good at what they did, but what they did wasn't really good. conducive towards a Punjabi prison match. Mm-hmm. Or to Mahal might be able to make something. Yeah. Mahal's not great. Not yeah. right now. But Orton does have a habit of, of, of coming up big when it matters. Yeah. And being able to pull a decent match out of people. He's not a guy like Bret Hart was who could pull a decent match out of anybody. Yeah. But Bret Hart could pull a good match out of anybody. At any time. Um, He could wrestle a broom and, and draw. Yeah. And Jinder Mahal is the broom. <laughs> <laughs> the broom. The broom with the strap, right? The second right. most important title in WWE. Sure. Actually, it's the linear title. It's the first. <laughs> yeah. Getting into the uh, ladder matches themselves. Oh, God. Yeah, this was not good from what I'm understanding. The women's match was good for what it was. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to demean women. The fact of the matter is they just can't move their ladders around as well. Yeah, ladders are heavy. Ladders are heavy. They did the, you know, they did a few bumps, a few good spots. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte did a twisting corkscrew moonsault off of the turnbuckle to the outside. And she is freaking talented. She is. She's got it. She's she's she's, she's there. Yep. Um. Anyway, towards the end of the match here, James Ellsworth gets involved. While Carmel was laid out, trying to wake her up. Yep. Instead of trying to wake her up, he climbs the ladder himself, detaches the briefcase, and drops it to her. Yep. And the internet broke. Yeah, <laughs> You build it up as all those things. This, that, I like this as an idea for a women's money in the bank lounge. Yes, pops the crowd, builds the heat, great. The first ever. Yeah, you can't have a screw job. Not just a screw job. You had a guy go get the briefcase. Well, it's part of the screw job, yeah. Oh, what a horrible idea! They yeah. did the rematch on SmackDown last night and teased it happening again. Yeah, but Becky dumped him. After Becky dumped him, she caught a chair shot from Carmella. Carmella climbed up and got it herself. Legit, got nothing it. changed. Yeah. Carmella's money in the bank. The match was good. Makes you wonder why the hell the booking thought that was a good idea to, to tarnish the first one like that. And that's the thing. You tarnished it. The match that happened last night on SmackDown is the match that should have happened at the paper. Yeah. And if they want to roll it back, roll it back, and then now you got that cheap heat on, on Carmella. Right. The match on SmackDown was great, but it's the second one. Yeah. It's not the first ever. Exactly. I agree. It's, 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 it's another example of the hesitancy to actually pull the trigger on this. They're giving more and more to these women, but they won't go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you're not going to see a woman woman's match uh, pay, headline in the paper you in time. You already have. You yeah, Banks and Charlotte main event at Hell and Cell. That's right. Okay, I stand correct. And unfortunately, the match was very botched. Yeah, so it might be a while before they did it. Yeah. Banks is pretty botched. She is overall yeah. number one contender. Yep, she is. I know. She'll be facing Alexa Bliss, but that's that's battleground. That's a ways off. On to the men's match. Did you see this thing? No. Nah. What a what a what a. I mean, you knew going in that you had AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. You knew this was going to be something. The bar was high for this one. Yeah. And they did not disappoint. No. At all. Some of the spots that really caught off came off to me and it wasn't just the spot fest it was it built drama so well like when it started they Laid had out well and everything well, well Nakamura made his entrance and during his entrance they Corbin lay him out Nakamura had to be helped at the back and he was gone for most of them which is brilliant to do Nakamura he made his comeback he got all his stuff in yeah he looked like you're not gonna win the match. yeah exactly but came up real short at the end uh, we'll get to one of the things they did with him in a second um, it's Sami Zayn hit a, a sunset flip powerbomb off the top of the ladder nice on Dolph Ziggler Ziggler nice. was draped over the top and Sami just Sammy shined in this thing. Yeah. He really did. He hit a, a, a head and arm Taz black, the half Nelson chicken wing. Oh, yeah, yeah, On the apron to Kevin Owens. Holy shit. Um, yeah, Sam, Sammy shined. Uh, they did the spot with AJ where he was hanging on to the briefcase and they pulled the ladder out. Oh, yeah. So he was just hanging. And actually, brilliant, 
AJ started to climb the rope so he could reach down and it's still unhooked the thing. Yeah. But uh, Phil, it was an ugly bump. Was it? Yeah, he thought he broke his rib when he landed on his side. Ugh. It was not good. Nah, that's never a good way to It was a rough bump. But uh, Nakamura comes back and cleans house. Just cleans house, takes out Corbin, takes out everybody. And then you see him setting up the ladder and he's putting, and, and, you know, they do the, the close-up shot on him. Yeah. And he's setting the ladder up and he's looking up and he looks up and he stops and looks across. And he kind of, oh, really? And they pan out. AJ's on the other side of the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And they stare each other down for a bit and then they both grab the ladder and they pick it up they move it to the side put it down let's do it let's do this yeah. and um, so maybe you're setting up your next match they, they let them go at it for a while and then they brought the ladder back in they were both climbing it they had the zip line cam going around Corbin dumped them both and won the briefcase and I'm good with it a lot of people think it was the bad, the worst choice I think Ziggler was probably the worst choice Corbin? yeah it might have been a pick of mine yeah 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 I think it might have been with a roll of tape back you had Zane I think no I said I wouldn't be shocked if it was Zane but it's probably going to be Corbin Zane really did well but I like Corbin yeah uh, he actually came out. Gotta start building young guys, dude. Mahal had a match against somebody, and Corbin came out in the middle of the match and just basically like walked around the link like, ah, could have been, could have been, <laughs> but not this time. <laughs> and walked, and right. I love it. I love it. You gotta have the right music for the briefcase, too. Yeah. Because if you have a slow start in music, it doesn't quite work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Daniel Bryan didn't quite work. Nah. Um, his cash in was great, though. Remember, for weeks, it was Big Show. Mark Henry had the title. And for weeks, the Big Show would come out and he'd lay out Mark Henry because they were feuding. And then he'd look at Daniel and go, there you go. Yeah. He's all yours, dude. Pin him up. And Daniel's like, nah, not like this, not like this, not like this. Big Show and Henry have their match. Uh, Big Show beat him. Won the title. Henry jumped him afterwards. <laughs> Ryan runs out and pins Big Show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Took advantage of show. While we're on uh, Daniel Bryan, just heard something today. He kind of made a tweet. And, yeah. Uh, made a tweet. And, um, September 28th. Of 2018. 2018. Yeah. Said he's coming for Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, Bryan just being Bryan. Well, he said, you know, the biggest troll. But where it is, is he wants to get back in the ring. And I hope. WWE is not letting him. I hope nobody lets him. ROH will. Dude's got lesions on his brain. He's yeah. got a kid now. Yeah? Dude, no. <laughs> Please, no. Anyway, so that was your money in the bank, and I'm happy with it. It was it was oddly booked, but it is what it is. Now, going back to the Roman Reigns thing. Reigns is going to have Braun Strowman in an ambulance match at Great Balls of Fire. Here's what I think he could do. Oh, boy. Reigns comes out, says he's the number one contender at SummerSlam because he said so. Mm-hmm. Braun comes back, wins this ambulance match. He goes, if you were the number contender, number contender and I just beat you, now I'm the number one contender. Exactly. Yeah. Go to SummerSlam, do Strowman Lesnar. If Lesnar survives, he's been getting his ass kicked regularly by Samoa Joe. Yeah, but at the same time, you know what that means. Yeah. yeah it's it's just weird to see good. Brock booked like that. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta build up Joe a little bit somehow. You know? I tell you, you're building up Joe great at the expense of Brock, and Brock's pretty much bulletproof. Exactly. He'll get so over. Why, why can you... Why he got you? over Goldberg. Yep. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he won one out of the, what, four matches they had? Yeah. So that's, uh... By the way, kudos for Reigns for helping a lot with building Braun Strowman. Yeah. He really has. He's made this guy a star. A uh, couple of matches confirmed for this pay-per-view. We're still a couple of weeks out, so there's come that are rumored, mostly between broken tag teams here. Uh, confirmed is Neville versus Akira Tozawa. That would be a good one. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. But is he the guy that's going to beat Neville? No. No, I don't think so either. No. Uh, the aforementioned Alexa Bliss defending against Sasha Banks. Yeah, that's Bliss. Yeah, probably. I don't know. They hot potato that title so much. I mean, Banks was working 205 a couple of weeks ago. Was she really? Yeah, and now she's in a, a title fight, a title match. Yeah, you're just looking for That's something. That's weird. Bray Wyatt's going against Seth Rollins for reasons, because they don't know what to do with either of them. Yeah, but you put those two together, they're going to tear the house down. I hope so. But Wyatt'll job, because he always does. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? And uh, Joel versus Brock in your main event. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's going to be Brock.
Brock. I don't, you know, I said last show that Brock was just going to run through him, and I think they're actually going to have a competitive match here. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be uh, 15 suplexes or whatever. But... Oh, I'm sure it'll be 15 suplexes, but yeah. only because it'll go a while. <laughs> uh, rumors that I put together myself that'll probably happen. You get the Goldust versus R-Truth. Yeah, I'd see that as a... Uh, I like the Goldust went back to the beginning here. Yeah, the kickoff show. I like Goldust Gold has rolled back his gimmick. I saw it to yeah, the I start, did, and I, I do like it. a little bit, month, was it Monday? Yeah. With a... He even had the old jumpsuit the crap, on. Yeah. The light goldish yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just beat the a, shit out of him. A golden cameraman. Right. Yeah. He, uh, he's doing the vignettes and everything. Yeah. He's really doing it back. He's got the wig back. Mm-hmm. Um, and good for him. Take it back to where it started to finish it up. Yeah, but he kind of... Yeah, I mean... I mean he didn't look quite as good in that jumpsuit. <laughs> he's put on some pounds. Yeah, he has. But it took, it took him a long time to embrace the character. I tell you what, though. Dem Rhodes boy could make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah. You look at the, the gimmick Dusty got coming in WWE with the polka dots and Sapphire. Oh, God, the uh, plumber's son. And he made it work. American dream. And they gave his kid gold dust. Yeah. And he's made it work for over 20 years. Yeah. Even when he didn't want to, it still works. And it still pops. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. The other one is uh, Enzo versus Cass. Enzo versus Big Cass. I mean, I guess you have to do this, but... Boy, when they broke up, it was actually sad. No. The way that they did it, it was actually like, wow. Nah. Well, I think they put them on Raw the next week. It was week, well uh, sold. Yeah, putting them on Raw the next week with, uh, with them acting. Or they had the reunion. The reunion, yeah. Yeah. And Cass laid him out again. Just like, threw him down the ramp. I guess if we're like going to talk about Raw, though, we got to go with Alonzo or Alonzo Ball, LeVar Ball, and all no, that they're in trouble. bullshit. Yeah. They're in trouble. Yeah. Can't say the N-word. <laughs> nah, not twice. Nah. <laughs> nope. Nope. In nope. reference to the White Hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll get away with it because of the G instead of the R. Sure. You know. well, not only that, but Miss can get anything over. Yeah, it's true. Uh, not that Vince has said it on TV, too. Yeah. Said it to John Cena. What's up? You know, it was yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Weird. 70-year-old white man. Here in Vince, uh, it's always so funny because like when you go back to like where we started when he was an announcer and everything and just hearing some of the stuff he says now yeah. for a while there in the attitude there at least it sounded so out of place yep like, yeah. like what yep <laughs> like you'd hear it say bullshit and mm. it, it, you'd pop yeah. <laughs> you'd completely mark out for Vince McMahon cussing it's funny it's weird it's weird right, well, were there any too. other rumors as far as uh, matches for that? no I mean it's, it's a seven match card it looks like okay, okay. Uh, I'm glad that you know the show went off what it did because I was looking at it before Monday we only had two matches mm-hmm. and it was like oh man but Ronald Raleigh confirmed Wyatt Rollins they confirmed for Bliss Banks and uh, Neville and Tazala oh going back to Raw I just read something this afternoon uh, my girlfriend Victoria Terror whatever the hell you call yeah, her yeah she showed up at Smackdown yeah they wouldn't let her back wouldn't let her backstage I have every confidence in the world that was due to the videos no surface star. I because she's not one of their performers doesn't matter yeah it did, I think it did no see the left backstage on Raw huh? I was like Candice Michelle and Christy Hemme and Lily Garcia they were all backstage that, yeah. on Raw yeah it might have something to do with the fact that they they do a show after SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, they do uh, they do the, the talking smack, which is so much fun to watch every time. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think personally, I think it has to do with the videos. But I think this Great Balls of Fire show actually might turn into a good show. Yeah, well, let's see. I mean, it can't be. You have to because everybody will remember it forever. The name, fucking yeah, because of the so, name. So yeah. Why don't you hard. just do Cyber Sunday again? Yeah. That's a decent idea. Because people are smart enough to know now that no matter what you vote, they're going to put in what they want to put in. Apparently those votes were legit. No, they weren't. Everybody they've asked have said no, they were legit. I've heard the exact opposite. Really? Yeah, it was complete bullshit. Yep. But anyway, moving on to the NFL. All right. All quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, really. Let's start with Derek Carr. Derek Carr, not so quiet. Boy, did he get paid. It's $125 million, was it? In five years. Five years, it's $25 million. Yeah. 25 25 And I'm sure some of that's going to be bullshit money. Yeah. You know, take, take your, like, a Albert Haynesworth contract. 
in They were way. actually saying, I, I caught this on my way in, they were talking about Con- Connor McDavid over in the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, young phenom. Video game cover, just won the MVP. His contract, his entry level's coming up soon. So they were talking about what kind of cap it you could expect from him, and it's around the range of $13 million. Holy shit. A year. Cap hit. Which is a ton for the NHL. Yeah, well, you only just got money. Yeah, but still. still that's brutal cap. <laughs> so I was actually, um, yeah, not to get too far off the NFL here, but just listening to the sports talk today, they were saying that the, the Sixers have to spend $50 million just to get to the cap floor. Yeah, you gotta spend to win in the NBA. No, just to get to the floor. So yeah. you have to spend 90% of the, the salary cap. Yeah. They have to spend $50 million just to get there. Right. Holy shit. Let's give it to J.J. Reddick. Get the hell out of here. 33. They will. No, they won't. I mean, you're not going to spend $50 million. No, anymore. but they're going to get them. Yeah. No, I'm here in Iguodala, but let's, Get them both. Let, let's stay in our wheelhouse here. Right. Um, yeah, so we did their car thing. That was pretty cool. I, I like the guy. He's all right. You're going to gamble on car right after you uh, get your ticket to Vegas? Yeah, right. Um, heard some Chip Kelly musings today. He was on with uh, Adam Schefter's podcast. All right. Uh, we talked a little bit about them That's trading. That's a good podcast. Yeah. Talked a little bit about them trading uh, LaShawn McCoy from the Eagles to the Bills. All right. Um, Basically, it leaked out before that everything was official. They weren't going to go ahead and announce anything or even call LaShawn and tell him until the league approved it. Right. Somehow, through the channels or something, it got out. LaShawn found out. You know, we all heard about the story yeah. about a half hour before it broke. What a terrible, terrible trade. Um, I don't know. Other th- interesting note, a lot of people have said that we made you know some kind of an offer to Tennessee, this, that, and the other thing, and like serious stuff. Like a first and a second that year, a first the following year. Right. Um, any defensive player they want, they're highlighting Cock or at that time Kendrick. Um, Usually it's you highlighting Cock. Yeah, so I have his jersey. Because <laughs> um, you like Cox on your back. Yeah. Um, Chip Kelly came out on that podcast and was just like, we made a call to them, but they wouldn't even entertain off. They no, they I saw what we saw in Marcus Mariota and yeah. they, they weren't giving it up. Right. No matter what the haul is. Yeah. You know, whatever whatever it was to take. Um, I get it, man. I mean, yeah. no, they were good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got the second pick. We know who we're taking. We're, we're good. Yeah. yeah. We don't need to gamble, especially, you know... Especially Tennessee. They were in real rough shape for a minute there. Still are. I mean, they're starting to get a little bit better. Yeah. Team on the come. Um, As far as the Eagles, dude, believe it or not, there's literally nothing, nothing, nothing to talk about with the Eagles. Well, I mean... I mean, you're in the NFL's dead zone, basically. Yeah, not only that, but, I mean, they're in such a situation with all these deals that they signed where there's really nothing left to talk about until you can see it. Exactly. That's... Most teams are in that space right now. I mean, there's teams that are still making moves and stuff, but the Eagles are kind of locked in. The Eagles still have money to make moves if they wanted to. Yeah, but they're locked in. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's There's no players out there anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, free agency. They don't have to re-up anybody. Yeah, free agency is done, over with. The whole team's on a show-me deal, so. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, unfortunately, all I really have for the Eagles this week. So Derek Carr is getting 25 a year. Who's going to be the first $30 million a year quarterback? I don't know, man. Will it be someone with more than one year experience? <laughs> Jesus, they pay the hell out of that kid. Oh, he's got more than one year. Does he? Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? Yes. Now, that's Steven Carr. In order to be extended uh, from your rookie deal, you have to have three years in the league already. Okay. Well, was he a backup? Yeah. Who did he back up? He didn't back up anybody. He was a rookie and he played. No. Yeah. Or maybe he did split a season. Who the hell was it? Oh. That's what I'm trying oh. to think of. Moyer. Uh, McGloin. McGloin. Matt McGloin. Raiders. He was down in Eagles. He was down in Eagles, yeah. Uh, he started with that for a few games. They had a couple guys. The year that they drafted Carr. Boy, McGloin sucks. Well, 
He's no Gino Toretta, but he sucks. Remember Gino Toretta? No. Won the Heisman and disappeared? Well, that's every Heisman winner. Uh, not really. I mean, he literally fell off the face of the earth. Like, really? The, name me a Heisman Trophy winner that has ever worked out. Could name you a three Heisman Trophy winner. Really? Yeah. Jason White, no. Jason White? Yeah. Remember that kid? No. He uh, decided to play his senior year and it destroyed his career. Uh, That would be left-handed, number seven, played for the Matt Liner. That's who that'd be. He's another one. Vince Young was a Heisman Trophy Just winner. Just got cut by the CFL. Yeah. Yikes. And he came out... And Came out talking shit. <laughs> on Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald yeah. Fitz, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitz, yeah. Who just recently signed up with a... Is he back with the Jets? No. Yeah. I'm thinking Baltimore. Baltimore? He didn't go to start wherever he went. Oh, no. But, uh, no, because Baltimore's got flocked. Yeah, at some point or another, I mean, I don't know how people just looked at him and said, oh, yeah, he's, he's good to start. Vince Young? No, the, uh, yeah. uh, Fitzpatrick. Yeah. How'd that happen? He's from Harvard. Well, yeah. He's a Harvard kid. Yeah. That's how it happened. But, I don't know. Football's football. Yep. Hopefully in a couple weeks, uh, the next time we record, We'll be able to uh, talk a little football. And yeah. Mini camp, or actually, training camp probably starts in three weeks or so, four weeks. Yeah, and on top of that, we'll have great balls of fire results. We'll have our results from UFC 213. Yeah. As well as the first couple of weeks of free agency under our belt in the NHL. We own and deal, and hopefully we'll have a goalie by them. We can dissect them, talk, talk about why he's awful, yeah. and why we should bring up more kids. Good idea. Uh, no, it's not. Nah. Especially with a goalie. You can't do that. Nah. You cannot bring up a goalie too soon. You'll break him. <laughs> yeah, but I've, and look, I hear that them talking on the uh, on sports talk about, like, Phillies players. They have a lot. They have a stocked, you know, farm system now. They're but atrocious. They're, they're, they're terrible. But they're saying if you bring up this guy too early, you'll ruin him for life. I don't believe in that, dude. If, if you put anybody mate, on that team, you're going to road them for life. Oh, yeah, that's true. That, we'll it seems it like they win every now and again to separate eight-game losing streaks. Well, yeah, you have to. <laughs> right. It's a league rule. Right. Can't be They're left. bad. Yeah, they're real bad. And we knew it. When we looked at the, the lineup, we just said, who, 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 who? Yeah, but you got a little hope at the beginning of the year. It came out a little hot. They won a game. Yeah, they, that's they, big they, for them. They won opening day, man. It was great. I think they yeah. won a series. They actually won a couple series. Like, right yeah. That. Yeah, they were looking like they were going to do they something. They lost the Cincinnati series to start. Yeah. And then won a couple off the bat after that. But, Christ, I don't think they've won a series since. Then they just won a Brave series. They did, just won, they did just won, like, recently. Yeah. Last week. But, regardless, it's not good. Oh, they're bad. Yeah. All right. Next week, we'll debate who's going to win more games next year, the Flyers or the Phillies. Ooh. I think it might be easier to... Or probably be uh, the same if we talked about the Eagles and the Phillies. Who's yeah. Win more games. Yeah. That's 162 <laughs> game schedule in baseball. I'd be surprised if they win 40 to 16 of the Eagles. You're right. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. All right. Well... That'll be it for this week. We'll be back in two weeks with uh, all that good stuff and a little bit more. Sounds good. Until then, everybody, have a good couple of weeks, and we'll see you next time. That was a great play by the cornerback. Game is over, but the Fisticuffs apparently aren't.